Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, we're going to talk about Kenny Omega becoming a triple world champion at Impact Wrestling Rebellion 2021. Big Cass returns at Impact Wrestling Rebellion 2021. We have some new backstage details on the WWE releases of Kalisto and Wesley Blake. And what's next other than Daniel Bryan for Universal Champion Roman Reigns? I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. All right, we're going to kick this goddamn thing off with Impact Wrestling, who had their Rebellion pay-per-view last night. Very successful show for the company, by all accounts. It was reported beforehand by Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer that the advanced pay-per-view buys for the show had been very healthy. There's a lot of buzz coming out of the event. Uh, Taylor Wilde returned. There were a bunch of different title changes. Big debut that you're going to talk about in your first story, Adam. But the big thing... Coming out of this pay-per-view is Kenny Omega defeating Rich Swan to become the Impact Wrestling World Champion. This was, of course, the main event of the evening, and it saw Kenny Omega become a triple world champion. He's doing the belt collector gimmick. He's like Ultimo Dragon over here, only, you know, not Japanese and not wearing a mask and not at all like Ultimo Dragon, except he has a lot of title belts. Um, but yes, Omega won. He beat Swan in about 23 minutes. Really dramatic match, putting him away with the one-winged angel. The show went off the air with Omega celebrating alongside Don Callis and the Good Brothers. He had all three of his belts. That's the Impact World title, the AEW World title, and the AAA Mega Championship. Um, will he be able to add further world titles uh, to his shoulders and his waist and everywhere else? Who the hell knows? Uh, that may require opening the forbidden door to other places as well. But this is kind of the culmination of the whole deal, right? Of the whole Impact AEW thing. As soon as this match was put together, I think a lot of people went, yeah, I mean, they're probably not going to put the AEW world title on Rich Swan, who's never appeared on Dynamite or anything. So, you know, going into it, you kind of saw the outcome coming, but that doesn't make it any less satisfying. I think sometimes in pro wrestling, the predictable thing is the yeah. right thing to do. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Kenny Omega is a triple world champion. He has been a business success. 
for uh, Impact Wrestling since arriving. Mm. His 18 to 49 numbers have been very healthy indeed. This shows seemingly going to do a good number of buys. The company has a lot of buzz coming out of it. Things are going well for Impact Wrestling, mm. and that's something we haven't been able to say a lot over the past few years. So good for them. Yes, and Scott DeMore hinting last week, I believe, at the return of TNA. <laughs> Oi. Uh, but yes, to talk about Kenny Omega, he is going to be even more unbearable along with his cronies on Dynamite this week. Can't wait to see how they follow <laughs> all this up. And like you say, I love a good like belt collector because it's all well and good saying, oh, well, he's, you know ruining all these companies because he's got a chokehold on all of them. No, it's fun to then start fantasy booking who will be the guys to take it off him and slowly watch that, you know, dynasty crumble. Like someone like Moose, for example, I thought think would be great to take that world title off him and really establish him. I, I, I'm really excited to see where they go next with this. And like you say, Andy, this I think this whole thing has just been so beneficial for Impact Wrestling. Yeah, absolutely. I think that anyone who's making those stranglehold comments is out of their mind. Like, have we forgotten what a star is? In pro wrestling, this is how you do it. You don't have people 50-50 all over the place and you don't never look like they're in control of a situation. This is how you make things interesting and make people stand out and then eventually you have someone rise up, like you said, Moose would be a good example, and conquer the big bad at the end. So, yeah, it's been good stuff for Impact this has so far. Um, It would be cool to see, you know, maybe a little bit more collaboration on the AEW side. It would be really nice to see a Rich Swan or, mm, or yeah. someone of that ilk. Maybe an Eddie Edwards show up on Dynamite, and you know, because it's pretty much just been the Good Brothers uh, so far. But, you know, it's worked well so far. Impact's a good weekly show. This was a good, good, good pay-per-view. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what's next. I'm looking forward to Kenny's follow-up, maybe on Dynamite, maybe on Impact next week. Yeah. It's another reason to tune into what is a very good wrestling product on Thursday nights. It's a busy ass week, but uh, it's worth investing in for sure. And by all accounts, a great main event with uh, with Rich Swan. I saw Sidge tweeting about the last ten minutes being really good. Maybe we'll sit down and talk about it over a podcast a little bit later on. I'm sure I can twist Michael Sidgwick's arms to start talking about Kenny Omega. I'll try. I'll try. Uh, but let's talk about some of the other stories coming from that Rebellion pay per view, and that was the return to wrestling and debut of. Big Cass in Impact Wrestling. Uh, he arrived replacing the injured Eric Young as part of this huge match that featured James Storm, Chris Saban, Willie Mack, Eddie Edwards, etc. He's not known, of course, as Big Cass in uh, in Impact Wrestling. He's known as W. Morrissey, which is just an abbreviation of his real name. He actually won the match for his team, uh, hitting Willie Mack with his finisher to score the decisive pinfall. Of course, we uh, saw him leave WWE in 2018. A lot of personal issues, uh, you know, widely documented. We had the stuff uh, with Ring of Honor that he briefly did with Enzo. But now he's in Impact Wrestling. No word as to whether or not he's officially signed yet. Uh, but noises seem to be made on last night's pay-per-view that that may be the direction they're going to be heading in. And Andy Murray, according to my sources, he very nearly actually didn't wrestle uh, on Rebellion last night because he didn't have a stitch to wear. So there you go, Andy. (laughs) My, oh my, oh my. It's, it's nice to see him showing up somewhere, yes. right? Because the guy's had a rough couple of years. Uh, he had a seizure uh, in December 2018. He's been open and honest about his struggles with mental health issues, but he re-emerged in the public eye earlier this year. He's been doing some indie shows. Now he's on this Impact Wrestling pay-per-view. Maybe that'll result in a more regular role for him with that company. It, it's just a nice story. Uh, yeah. it, it really is because, you know, 
Uh, he's been through all these struggles and everything else, and to see him come out on the other side is great indeed. Uh, the guy's in awesome shape at the moment as well. Yeah. And if he goes to Impact full-time, there's a lot he can do there. So I, I loved seeing him show up last night, honestly. And uh, it was a fun match as well, Violent by Design versus the Impact Originals. So yeah, good exactly. stuff all. Best of luck to him in the future. I hope he does get out a full-time contract with Impact and just continues to do what he loves. Absolutely, absolutely. Let's talk about... Uh, to people who were released by WWE last... No, not last week anymore. It's two weeks ago now. Week and a half, whatever. Kalisto and Wesley Blake. Fightful Select have come through with a new report. Kind of just going into the circumstances of both wrestlers' releases. So... Kalisto, it's noted that he was given great credit backstage for getting into great shape uh, while off television. <laughs> he's a beast now, Kalisto. He's a muscle monster. Look at his social media. Um, and he had openly discussed free agency as something he might be interested in as recently as 2019. But he ended up re-signing with WWE in January 2020. It was later that year that he uh, made noises about wanting to split off from the Lucha House Party and going solo. Dave Meltzer had a similar report in the Wrestling Observer last week uh, talking about how Kalisto may have made a rod for his own back may have secured his own release effectively by saying hey i don't want to be part of this group man split me off split me off oh we're just going to release you okay bye um harsh very harsh uh mm. but wesley blake is another guy who uh had been off television for quite a while before his wwe release apparently when jackson Riker had his brain fart and tweeted some really stupid stuff last year and they put the whole forgotten sons off television there were pitches backstage from Wesley Blake, from Steve Cutler, his tag team partner at the time, to get back on TV. That eventually came to fruition, uh, although there's no indication that these two things are linked. But they came back to TV in December, worked for Baron Corbin. When Steve Cutler got released earlier this year, there were pitches from creative to actually reunite Wesley Blake and Buddy Murphy, who teamed up in NXT. Former NXT tag team champions, their manager, Alexa Bliss, is a little bit busy at the moment, uh, messing <laughs> around on a swing, pretending to be a five-year-old. Um... But yeah, that was pitched backstage. Obviously, WWE didn't go with it. They cut Blake loose on the 15th of April. These wrestlers are free to appear elsewhere from the 14th of July. They have the 90-day non-compete clauses. Best of luck to both. Looking forward to seeing where they show up. Yes, 14th of July, if I'm not mistaken, Andy, is a Wednesday, and you know what that means. So very excited yeah. to see what happens next with them. Uh, like the Blake and Murphy thing... I don't know whether I like that or not because I feel like Murphy's moved yeah. on and, and should be given more singles opportunities instead of just being like, do you want to uh, awkwardly flirt with, flirt with Rey Mysterio's <laughs> daughter? And the Kalisto one, I apologise for laughing at it, but it's like, hey, guy, well done for getting in so much good, such good shape and pitching all these singles uh, things that you could do. You're fired. Uh, right, okay, <laughs> yeah. let's move on. <laughs> just ridiculous. Uh, final story Crazy. of the day, though, concerns the uh, future of the Universal Champion and the Universal Champion ship. Uh, I thought it was a great episode of SmackDown this week. Uh, Roman Reigns concluding the show by basically saying he's going to face Daniel Bryan for the title next week and it's kind of title or bust for Daniel Bryan. He might either he might have to retire, he might have to go to Raw. I'd probably retire if those were the two options if I'm perfectly yeah. honest. Uh, but anyway, according to the Wrestling Observer, the future for Universal Champion Roman Reigns, if he can get past Daniel Bryan of course, is Zazaro. Sorry, Cesaro. Uh, <laughs> Seth Rollins there in the back of my head. Um, no opponent yet, uh, as of yet, for Roman Reigns. Astonishing to say this. Roman Reigns has no opponent for WrestleMania backlash, uh, which will of course go down <laughs> midway through next month could well be Cesaro and I for one would be very happy with that Andy Murray 
Yeah, yeah, I, me too. I think the last time these guys wrestled one-on-one -on -one was like December 2017 or something. It's crazy. Cesaro has never wrestled for the Universal Championship either. Uh, it, you know, it's a spotlight a lot of people, ourselves included, have wanted from Cesaro for a yes. long, long time. I would love to see that match together. Uh, come together. SmackDown main event scene is very exciting at the moment, yes. so I, I cannot wait to see these pieces fall into place. Very easy to book this for me. Having chance for the title at WrestleMania Backlash, lose through shenanigans, maybe Jey Uso, maybe even a returning Jimmy Uso, and say, right, I want another title shot. I assume Money in the Bank will be the next one. Money in the Bank. Roman says no. Cesaro, Cesaro swings Paul Heyman until Roman says yes. There <laughs> you go. Like, I think it'd be fantastic. Right, let's move on to your Twitter questions. At what culture WWE, of course, you want to get in touch with us. First question today comes from Mad Pancakes, who says, Morning, lads. Legend. All right, I've been thinking, as Roman isn't likely to lose the title anytime soon, could you see Goldberg being the one to finally beat Roman? <laughs> we were promised a WrestleMania match, and it would be a good way to build to end his career. Thoughts? I, I, I think that kind of with the amount of goodwill that Goldberg has lost over the past few years um, through certain performances, that that would not sit well at all uh, with the audience and with live crowds when they return. So you're playing a very risky game with that. I will agree that their feud heading into that WrestleMania was hot and it was pretty interesting. It was suitably intense. Battle of the Spear and all that stuff. But uh, I think the time has come and passed. I think... To be blunt, I think Goldberg is the last person who should end Roman Reigns' title reign. He's 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 not what he was, is he? No. Poor guy. No, I completely agree. I don't think I ever want to see... I love him, but I don't ever want to see him in a world title picture no. ever again. You know, sure. more fun squash matches like he had with Ziggler at SummerSlam, that sort yeah. of thing. And maybe, squash jobbers. Maybe even the dream match against Big E. But I, aside from the squash matches, I wouldn't have... Goldberg beat any up-and-comer and I know Oren Reigns isn't an up-and-comer but like Big E or anyone else aside from just knobhead heels like Baron Corbin do not have him beat yeah. anyone new because sweet Jesus you want to perpetuate that theory of all the old guys come back and beat up all your favourites uh, right second question today comes from Jonathan Rivera who says is there still value in the WWE Championship in two years of existing AEW has had three title reigns Jericho Mox Omega yeah. and in that same time WWE has had seven Kofi Brock Drew Randy Drew Miz Lashley do you think frequent changes hurts the championship's prestige uh, it depends on the situation. I think there's a time and a place for long title reigns, and that's generally what I personally prefer. But I think there's also a time and a place for hotshotting as well. Um, I do think that Randy Orton's, you know, three-week title reign last year was entirely pointless, and I did yeah. not see a need for that at all. Uh, that was just silly stuff for me, uh, particularly as Drew was doing quite well as world champion and anchoring WWE during a very difficult time. But I think the WWE title feels all right at the moment. I th I'm pretty happy about where it's at. Um, doesn't feel like this in incredible, amazing prize that's the most prestigious thing of all time, but it does feel prestigious. Uh, thanks Bobby Lashley, thanks to Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Um, so there, there's a time and a place for, for both booking techniques, uh, but I think the WWE title's in a good place right now. Yeah, and I think the AEW Championship, to be fair, is easier to book because it's like, like you said, only three people on that roster have held that title. Having said that, I think they're booking it brilliantly and I can look forward and see Hangman Page winning it next and then MJF taking it off him. Like you can plan six 
nine, 12 months beyond yeah. that into the future with that title, if I'm perfectly honest. All uh, right, final question today comes from Brian Eldridge, Alaska, who says, with Daniel Bryan teasing that he doesn't know what he's going to do after his contract is up, could we see him make the jump as John Moxley did and go to AEW? And what match would you want to see? Uh, I think we absolutely could, but I, my gut tells me he'll re-sign with WWE because we've heard this kind of stuff from him before. Uh, and it's probably a good choice for him, uh, depending on all kinds of different personal situations. But if he did go, it's kind of a lazy answer, but it's the answer I'm going to give you. Uh, Kenny Omega versus Daniel Bryan would be absolutely spectacular. Yes, I think you can't really look beyond you know, someone like Kenny Omega. Having said that, uh, I feel like Jungle Boy could pull out a great match with him and he, Jungle Boy would learn so much working with him but yeah Kenny Omega is the open goal that me and Andy will both stick the ball into for that <laughs> one uh, but let us know your thoughts about other people in AEW you'd like to see Daniel Bryan face if he does go there uh, and if that does happen we'll have to replace Michael Sidgwick's head because it will have exploded <laughs> let's move on to today's and finally though uh, and the release of the Miz's WWE 24 special and a lovely note from former opponent John Cena who tweeted uh, when this came out watch this now the miz is the definition of both passion and perseverance underrated only in the eyes of the ignorance the hardest worker i know an inspiration to me and proof that real success takes earning every inch awesome does not do you justice i mean he does say awesome doesn't not do you justice which doesn't make sense as a sentence really but yeah <laughs> we got the sense of what he's saying there hashtag respect i thought this was just a lovely gesture from john and some more than earned respect going the miz's way yeah, he more than deserves it. I can't really add anything to that because I agree with all of it. So there you go. And very jealous over the weekend, I saw Gareth and Phil covering this. Oh my God, The Miz needs to be Johnny Cage in Mortal Kombat 2. Make this happen. <laughs> Sweet Jesus, make this happen. Uh, still annoyed that The Miz hasn't got an Oscar either, considering what happened over the weekend too. Uh, right, let us know your thoughts on that and all of today's news stories in the comment section down below. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. And subscribe to What Called Dressing on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from. For daily wrestling podcasts, myself and the Daddy Boys sitting down to preview Monday Night Raw and Alexa Bliss and her spooky doll Lily a little bit later on today <laughs> plus you can let us know your thoughts and twitter questions on twitter at what culture wwe well should they follow both of us you can follow andy murray at at andy h murray it's a special day today the h stands for happy birthday to the second best monster in pro wrestling history kane and the first best monster in pro wrestling history the yet day the yes! big day shout outs to those guys happy yep birthday, guys <laughs> Follow me at Adam Wilbur. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. Now, my thanks to Danny Murray. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. <laughs>